Show Toby and TJ back with you Thursday morning, August 4. Downhill slide to the weekend. 30 days to a sooner kickoff. We go live to Wisconsin later this hour, bottom of the hour. Matt LePay, voice of the Badgers, will join us. We'll talk some Wisconsin football. Badgers came in at number 17 on the countdown. Uh, I got a big, uh, I got to get all, uh, gussied up today, TJ. I got a big announcement coming up later this morning that I get to be involved with downtown Oklahoma City. Mm. I don't think I'm, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say. I don't think it's a surprise, but I don't want to make anybody mad at me. So does this involve the university or is this something separate? Yes. University Mm. involved. Mm. Mm. I can tell you that, uh, the president of the university will be there. The athletic director, Joe Castiglione, will be there. And my uh, good friend, Dave Hunziker, from Oklahoma State University, will be there. Ponies will be there. Another horse will be there. Oh, no. A big downtown announcement coming up today that I've got to be a part of. What are you worried about, Deej? This is some bedlam something. Mm. Oh, no. No, I'm not worried. <laughs> I can also tell you that I was fired yesterday from a show. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, love it. Do tell. Jacob Potter, you know, over there at Sooner Vision, uh, mm-hmm. called an emergency afternoon meeting of uh, his three fra- favorite broadcasters, uh, myself, Chad McKee, and Chris Plank, and let us know that there would not be a press conference show this year that... ESPN Plus was just going to take the straight press conference, which makes all the sense in the world. There's no need to fill an hour of programming. They just pop it on ESPN Plus. <laughs> There's no need to fill an hour of programming when Brent can do that himself. Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's not like you have you know twelve to one on your TV dial. It's just. ESPN so, Plus, you just start it when it starts, and you end it when it ends, and it lives on ESPN Plus. So Now, it used to be with Bob back in the day, press conferences go, could go as long as guys needed it to go for how many questions they had and or however long Bob wanted to sit there. Is that back to being the case, or is this still going to be a 30-minute window that they want to get Brent in and out of there? I don't now, I, That would be completely, in my opinion, on Brent's schedule. Sure. If – if they need it to stay on schedule to be a certain amount of time, that's fine. I don't think ESPN Plus cares at all. They just 
pop it on when it starts and turn it off when it stops. So if it's 30 minutes or 60 well, minutes, that, yeah, I don't think they care was... at all. Sure. It's not like living on a TV channel. So, um, well, it keeps more yeah, people on their streaming too at that point. So I would I imagine that it will, whoever comes up to the podium, like after him, sometimes a coordinator, a quarterback, or somebody comes up. But anyway, there's no need to produce a television show for it. So Chad and I, after about a 10-year run hosting the press conference show, uh, no longer needed. Boy, this is going to be upsetting news for one Bob from Cement who really liked to mm-hmm. uh, see what Critique tie and uh, pocket, pocket squares, squares you were wearing right. those days. Yeah, Right, Oof. right. It's going to heavily cut back on my pocket square and tie knitness. That's right. Uh, I will also, maybe tomorrow, have an update on the Rudy's show this year. There is a little bit of news regarding the Rudy's shows and a little bit of a change there. Do you know about this yet? Because if you know, I could probably say things. If you don't know, that means the affiliates have not been notified yet. So. No clue what you're talking about. I have not right, been notified. So. If I have been, I've missed that email. So, no, not that I'm aware of. I think, uh, of, I can tell you this, Brent is coming to Rudy's, which it's been a couple of years since the head coach came to Rudy's. We went through the pandemic and everything. You might remember that, TJ. But Brent will be on site. We will have the Huddle and the Brent Venables coaches show at Rudy's again this year. I think we are going to have loud, giant, boisterous crowds. Oh, if, gosh. Uh, Standing ovation crowds, yeah. Yeah, if the spring game and everywhere I've been with Brent Venables is any indication, it's going to be a lot of fun to be at Rudy's this year. But a little bit of a schedule change. Hopefully I can give you all those details starting tomorrow. I certainly will we'll all know them before it gets here. The first show will be the week of the opener. By the way, so there you go. A lot of stuff I shouldn't. A lot of stuff I can't tell you about till tomorrow, but I'll tell you about tomorrow. Hopefully. Uh, now I got to ask you a programming question. I did see a text or something that got sent to you and and I about Dude Perfect, who are going to be a part of the NFL broadcast this year. Yes. Oh, yeah. Someone uh, tweeted that to us, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Thursday night football, Amazon Prime, which I, is Amazon doing the Thursday night games now? I believe I they so. are. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, that's year, the ones Herb Street's doing, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They will, Dude Perfect will host an alternate broadcast on Amazon Prime. So yes. think of the Mannings mm-hmm. doing the alternate Monday night football broadcast. Dude Perfect will be hosting an alternate Thursday night NFL broadcast this year on Amazon Prime. Correct. You and your son are big fans of Dude Perfect. Well, I was after going to their sh- live show. Bronx is the uh, Dude Perfect aficionado, the, the expert on Dude Perfect, yes. Okay, I need you to explain something to okay. me. Dude Perfect yes. is the, as I know them, is the trick shot basketball team. That's what I knew them as, yes. This would indicate the fact that they can have an arena show and are hosting a an NFL alternate broadcast that they are more than a trick shot basketball team. What so is... explain to me what Dude Perfect is. Okay, so I was with you. I thought, just trick shot guys, how are they going to do a live show? Because obviously those... 
videos are edited and they take thousands of takes to make a ping pong ball into a cup, you know. Um, Dude Perfect, I had no idea what they had built themselves into. They're on their channel. There are there are skits that they do. There are uh, games that they play. There are panels that they hold. They, I mean, it's a it's a whole. Their channel is not just trick shots. Now they are a multimedia geared towards kids and young teenagers that are all-encompassing now. Like I said, they've got characters that they play. They've got... um, Bronx would be perfect to talk to you about this. They've got, like, the uh, Wheel of Unfortunate, which is a game show that they play. They, I mean, it's, it's not just trick shots. That's what I found out going to that live show. And they are... This is going to... I don't know if it's going to work or not. Adults aren't going to watch this, unless it's with their kids. Kids are going to watch this, and I think that's what this is for. The NFL hopes this is how we bring in a new generation. Kids are going to be more likely to watch an NFL game, whereas now they may be in and out for 10 minutes or watch highlights on YouTube or just sit there and play Madden. If Dude Perfect's there and making them crack up and doing uh, some of their bits and yelling about the game, kids will sit and watch that. There is no doubt in my mind Bronx would sit and watch a full NFL game if Dude Perfect's on there talking about it and calling it. So that's what it's going to be geared to. So their personalities. Their personalities. That are funny. uh, They're no longer just about making trick shots. Right. And they're entertaining. Yes. And and they're going to be sitting around on couches, I assume, watching this game and doing funny stuff, maybe, while they're watching, saying funny things. While they're watching. Bronx like is the listening right are. now, said he would call in if you need him to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love for him to call in. Is he serious? <laughs> I, th- I think. Oh, well, he may be shy once I call him. Bronx, 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind call-in line. You're not old enough to go to Riverwind, but that's the Riverwind call-in line. 405-329. I would love to hear from Bronx. What exactly Dude Perfect is now yeah, and why I want to watch them. I would love to also know where I can watch Dude Perfect so I can do a little background research on uh, what this is all about. Because uh, the fact that Dude Perfect is hosting arena shows and packing it out, I find intriguing. I didn't I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh, he's been on the show before. I don't think he's been on with you since you were on a remote in a parking lot somewhere and you handed him a headset when he was like four so mm-hmm. this is uh, this is something. Is this your son? This is my son. He's calling in from the car. Yeah, Bronx Perry, uh, the also better known as the Scene Setter Kid. That's right. Joins us live now. Bronx, good morning. How are you, bud? Good. Good. Now tell me why you love Dude Perfect. What? Why is Dude Perfect cool? They're just funny, and they do a lot of good videos. Tyler's been doing it for almost 13 years now. He does, like, everything. So would you watch this? Oh, I'm sorry. Outside of the trick shots, what are, what like, some of the skits and stuff, what what are the shows called that they do? The different, um, like, the panels. Is it just called the panel when they get there and talk about different things? So they'll do like cool. So one of them is cool, not cool, which is where each dude brings a 
cool item and the other guys judge on it and they either cool it or they don't cool it. And your goal is to get it super cool. See, and I bet they tie that. Yeah, that, that cool, not yeah. cool game was very popular in the arena, and they tied it to people's cell phones and people voted. I bet they'll do that with stuff within the NFL and the games. Is this cool or not cool or uniform Where can I watch Dude Perfect at to uh, get a feel for these guys? Are they on YouTube? Yeah. All right. Can I borrow your channel. password or anything? Do I need a no? You don't Bronx's need a password. password. It's, you just go uh, search "Dude Perfect" on YouTube, and you, know, you don't have to pay anything. It's not Bronx. YouTube why TV. are you up so early? Where are you on your way to right now? Um, to Texas. Oh my gosh, are we taking him back down to Texas again to hang out with the Texas grandfather? No, no. TJ? He's coming back today. He'll be back by noon. So. Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. That's next huh. week. Next Monday, they'll be driving him back down to Texas again to stay with the grandparents. Uh, anything else uh, we need to ask him about, dude? Perfect, uh, TJ. Uh, the so, names. You, 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 you mentioned you Tyler. This? How many hours a week do you spend watching Dude Perfect? Each day or? Yeah, about each day. How many hours a day? Probably about... Probably about five hours. Oh, jeez. I've got to get him off the iPad. That's not true. I think you're exaggerating. <laughs> Bronx, will you be sleeping in Mom and Dad's room again tonight? No. I almost no. stepped on him this morning. No. The house is good, so. All right. I'm sorry, what? Cool. He, said, she, he said he almost stepped on you this morning, Bronx. I thought that was a dog. <laughs> no. Okay, we'll blame the dog. Your dad has very hairy legs, Bronx. Now, what are I the guys' understand. names? You mentioned Tyler. There's Cody. So there is. Cody is the tall guy. And then there are two twins, Corey and Kobe, and then the bald guy, Garrett. And how long have you been a Texas A&M fan, uh, Bronx? <laughs> um, zero years. Yeah. Bronx, thank you for calling in and clarifying. That's very nice of you today. I appreciate that. We'll get you a gift certificate or something, okay? Okay. All right. See you, Bronx. Have a good day. See you, bud. Be safe. Be safe. Okay. Bye. TJ, uh, hook that young man up with a gift certificate of some <laughs> yeah. sort. So okay, we got right Taco Bell or something there he's around in, the place. He got donuts this morning on his way to Texas, so he's fine. How about that, though, man? We got a cor- We had a dude-perfect correspondent, Bronx uh, yeah. Perry, call in and clarify Cool, not cool. I think he was a little bit nervous because uh, if you were just sitting and talking with him, he can go. He can. He can just. He can go on and on about what he of course watches. He was with nervous. He, he was, was on the number I four know. sports I radio know. show in Oklahoma City this morning. He was very nervous. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's who it's perfect. geared towards. I can watch him on YouTube. You say six to. 13-year-olds, I would say, is who this is geared towards, and that's why Amazon's doing it and the NFL's doing it. So They got a whole uh, kingdom they've built, it yes. sounds like. Now, we have not announced it, but if we want another announcement here, Amazon has approached me. They want to increase the amount of ladies that watch NFL games. So really? I will be calling games and discussing them uh, shirtless on my Amazon Prime channel just to get the lady oh. angle in there. Uh, well, Amazon After Dark, that's huh? That's right, that's right. All right. Um, I, didn't, I, I wasn't supposed to idea. announce that yet, but you had a big announcement coming later today. I went ahead and made mine yeah. now, so. Yeah. I don't know. You, you know. Will you be eating Fletcher's Corny Dogs while you're shirtless <laughs> on the uh, old? 
Amazon Prime. <laughs> that might draw in more viewers, yeah. Uh, break time. Uh, we're coming up to number, well, we're coming up to Matt LaPay at the bottom of the hour. He is the play-by-play voice of the number 17-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. WTJ with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, your business leader for uh, over 50 years. Uh, 60 years now. Uh, Document management, network solutions, fax, printer, scanner, 405-943-9800, 405-943-9800, or you can find them online, rkblack.com. Very exciting. The first uh, acoustic panels going up in the studio uh, this morning on the uh, the remodel. So, uh, had Who someone... decided that's where the panels should go? Well, I mean, they go on the wall. That's what they're for, is soundproofing. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. So you decided it? Well, man, I don't think that needed to be decided. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. where it <laughs> That's just where it goes. <laughs> Again, a uh, discussion you were not involved with. That's so. exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that the color we decided to go with, too? Uh, definitely decide, this is the color we decided to go with, yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, a couple of Back people called that caught Bronx there in the middle, was wanting to know why he was on. He was talking dude perfect and uh, wanting to know, can they listen to it? It's on the podcast. It'll be up a, a little later, hour three on the podcast. So He was on for like three minutes. I How? know. Uh, D- Darla was one of them. Darla's like, hey, I caught Bronx there at the end. Where can I listen to the whole thing? So, Yeah, we podcast our whole show every That's day. Right. All, right. In fact, all of our shows every day you can find, kref.com. Uh, it's called podcast. It's really kind of just a playback. It's just a playback, So you just yeah. go yeah. separate it each year, each, each hour, I mean. You know, listen to the 6 o'clock hour, 7 o'clock hour, 8 o'clock hour. Except for the first segment of the 6 o'clock hour, hour today o'clock. when I forgot to hit record. You cannot I'm listen to that. So. Beautiful segment on hibachi at 6 o'clock this morning that you <laughs> did not record. That's right. A uh, lot of uh, Chippy the Squirrel text. Uh, a lot All of confirmations right. that it's a squirrel. One saying that, um, oh, where was that one at? Uh, that chipmunks are uh, more ground burrowing uh, type animals. They wouldn't mm-hmm. be on a roof. A squirrel's up on a roof. It's Chippy the hmm. Squirrel. So, if the naming there's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Sammy the squirrel would have been something, or you know, Stan the squirrel, or so whatever. You're, you're telling me a chip, and I don't know as much about chipmunks. I did see some of them in Montana. Uh, I don't see any around here. I don't know about eastern Oklahoma. They got more trees over there. Maybe they got some <laughs> chipmunks. But you're telling me chipmunks do not get on top of things. Is that what I'm led to believe? That's what you're led to believe. And uh, okay. apparently, there, there are experts on this commercial. There are two other squirrels besides Chippy having the conversation. So are the two squirrels having the conversation because Chippy's the one finding himself in trouble, I guess? Gonna need to hear this commercial, Teach. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Like, everybody's like, how can you not hear it? It played here, and it played here, and it played here. It's, it, do, it plays on one of our affiliates. I do not have that spot. I do not play that spot. I have uh-huh. reached out for it. I don't know that I'll get it, but this whole affiliate concept is very hard for people to yes, comprehend. Yes, yes, they're like TJ. Yeah. You play it like five times a day. How do you not hear it? I d- I do not play that one. That's on our imagine. Affiliate. Yeah, imagine that now in for an OU football game. Okay, <laughs> or, 
I'll get a text message from somebody saying something about a spot that ran or whatever. Yes, yes. And yes. I'll be like, "Where are you listening from?" You know, I'm in O'Fallon, Missouri. Okay, well, I we have 33 different affiliates that all run 33 different commercial spots. We can't keep with them. It's uh, yeah, we we don't have access to the commercials for the affiliate that's running this spot. It's a different. It's coming out of the Oklahoma City station, I believe, which is not where you and I are at right now. So, Oh, boy, this dad joke of the day is a long joke. Do you want this All right, one? Go. It's going to take up a while. Uh, a well, first grade, we've got uh, three or four minutes here. A first-grade teacher explains to her class that she is a Texas Longhorn fan. She asks her students to raise their hands if they are Texas fans, too. Not really knowing what a Texas fan was, but wanting to be liked by her teacher, their hands fly into the air. There is, however, one exception. A little girl named Janet has not gone along with the crowd. The teacher asks her why she has decided to be different. Because I'm not a Texas fan, she reports. Then asks the teacher, what are you? I'm a proud Sooner fan, boosts the little girl. The teacher is a little perturbed now, her face slightly red. She asks Janet why she's a Sooner fan. Well, my dad and mom are Sooner fans, so I'm a Sooner fan too, she responds. Teacher angry now says, that's no reason, she says loudly. What if your mom was a moron and your dad was an idiot? What would you be then? Janet smiles and says, then I would be a Texas fan. Oh. (laughs) Way to go, Janet. Mm, Janet, was Janet probably suspended for a couple of weeks for that one. Uh, what else do we have here? Victor wants to know, where, where's Pet of the Week? Read my text, TJ. I'm very angry. Mm. Uh, we'll get it tomorrow. Oh, sorry, Victor. Victor. Sorry, Victor. Um, when we cruise, we pull up to 39th Street, 500 deep these days. That's what Big Bad Wolf says. 39th Street. I used to live over there by 39. <laughs> That's the cruising area now? I don't know. Uh, this one wanting to guess that they're extending the Bedlam contract through 2040 hmm. on your announcement Wouldn't that today? be something? You know, that would make Mike Gundy very upset. I TJ, think. how did you not hear it? It played at 8.50 right before Plank yesterday. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and 918 Chris letting us know he had blackened chicken enchiladas last night. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Uh, Tahlequah, cruising on Downing Street. Great memories. That's from Barry E., uh, another Tahlequah text. Uh, they cruise every Friday and Saturday night. It's still the thing to do in weekend nights here. People line Downing Street hey, to watch. Listen, well, we are popular used, in Tahlequah. I used to think, like you know, you know, come on, find something better to do with your life than cruising. But now, just the fact that they're out of the house, not staring at a, not watching do perfect for five hours. Like, good a day. for them. Good, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> they're out of the house, riding slowly up and down a street, doing nothing but honking at each other and saying, "Sup, sup." By the way, uh, Bronx, you may have busted yourself today. Uh, we may be uh, confiscating your iPad for a couple of weeks here, uh, five hours a day on Dude Perfect videos. Kind of, what kind of parent am I? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else for me? Uh, we're we're caught up. We're caught up. Um. All right. We got Wisconsin's Matt LePay. When we come back, he's going to join us live to talk more about our number seventeenth ranked team, the Badgers. Back up to this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, let's head north. Talk a little Big Ten football with the outstanding, longtime voice of the Wisconsin Badgers, 
Matt LaPay. Matt, good morning. How are you today? Good, Toby. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good to talk to you again. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Before we talk about the Badgers, what are your thoughts on the new guys coming to town up there, the uh, USC and UCLA announcement? Yeah, looking forward to the Big Ten rivalry between uh, Northwestern and USC or Wisconsin and UCLA. Uh, it's uh, it's different. I mean, it's, it's something, Toby, that you kind of heard a little bit, especially since what happened with, uh, with Sooners and Texas moving over here in time to the SEC, and everybody's wondering what's next. But it was still, when the announcement happened, it was uh, it was quite a jolt. It made for an interesting Fourth of July weekend for a lot of people. Um, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I do know that college uh, sports and football, in particular, as we as we knew it growing up, is changing, and it's probably not going back. So I guess no choice but to embrace it. Might as well. Might as well lean into it. All right, let's talk about this Wisconsin team. And let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Bobby Ingram comes from Baltimore to run the offense now. Do you expect things to look differently stylistically on offense, or or do you think he'll uh, uh, maintain the same style of football? Well, I I think this has been a run-based program forever, and I I would imagine that's not going to change dramatically. it is the the sixty four thousand dollar question up here. You know, what will the average fan notice if anything, in fact, is different? Uh, uh, you know, they talk about they'd like to like to be a little bit more balanced. Who doesn't? Um, you know, they're trying to get, with with Grant Merch, the quarterback. They they worked on some things in the spring in regards to, to footwork. They believe he checks most, if not all, of the boxes with, with his physical tools. Um, if they can make some better, get him to make some better decisions, uh, continue to develop a, a younger wide receiving core, but they still here, Toby, they have a, another very special tailback in Braylon Allen at a tremendous freshman year, and it's a matter of getting a couple of guys behind him healthy, which they are, as camp begins this week. Um, I, I don't know if you're going to see a complete overhaul. I would doubt it but you could see some tweaks along the way just to try to give Graham Hurts a, a better chance at success. What is your two-year assessment of Graham Mertz, and what is he have pressure from the fan base, do you feel like, going into this year? Oh, yeah, he does. I think that's just the nature of the, of the beast, right, when you're a quarterback. Uh, you're even a college quarterback. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is getting – some grief because he's had the audacity to only win one Super Bowl. So <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, uh, uh, so yeah, Graham, uh, he he's, seems to be really good at, at shielding himself from a lot of the, a lot of the outside noise. Um, in fairness to him, uh, he, he's had things that have occurred that really hasn't been his fault. You know, he had, he had this dream first game when the season up here finally got started in 2020 through five touchdown passes uh just had one incompletion all night in, in a route of, of illinois and then uh you know day or two later he tests positive for covid and then they had knocked him back a little bit um and that's it was a heck of a debut but it's pretty hard to expect to match that so he ended up struggling as as the season went on. Uh, the team did. They had a lot of guys go down, and they had a game or two canceled, so on and so forth. Last year, um, in, in the Michigan game, it looked like he was 
really getting into a rhythm. He leads the team down to the touchdown late in the first half to get Wisconsin back in the game. And then early in the third quarter, he gets knocked out of the game. He gets hurt. So he, it, it, at times, it's been a two steps forward, one step back. Uh, but again, in, in fairness, they, they had injuries, things to deal with in the offensive line, uh, a receiving core where the top guys are in and out of the lineup. So he's had some things work against him. Um, the hope is that they can get a little bit better luck on the injury front this year and, and give him a chance to, to really show what he can do. Because I think the kid has a lot of talent. I think everybody raves about how hard he works and, and gets along with his teammates and all of that. Uh, the hope up here is this is the year it, it finally comes together for him. We absolutely love your defensive coordinator. He's got his work cut out for him, though. A lot of guys to replace on that side of the ball. What's your assessment going into the year on the Wisconsin defense? Yeah, it was funny. I was talking to uh, Jim Leonard a couple of days ago. I said, Jim, full disclosure here, when, when people ask me about the defense, they said, yeah, there's a lot. There'll be a lot of new starters. But they just seem to find a way to figure it out. And he started laughing. I said, yeah, I know. It's really easy for someone like me to say that. He is. This is a, a, a unit, especially in the secondary where they've tried to use this era of the transfer portal, they've tried to use that to their advantage. You're going to see all new starters back there. There is one guy, Alexander Smith, that in the program now, this is his fourth year in the program, he's had a couple of starts, including their bowl game last December. But he, he has played the most of anyone in the secondary. But they've got Jay Shaw from uh, future Big Ten rival UCLA. Uh, he, he's, he's transferred in. Cedric Dort from Kentucky and Justin Clark from Toledo. Uh, those are three pretty pretty good, experienced corners, especially in the case of Clark, who uh, played under Hank Poteet, the, uh, the cornerback's coach here when, when Poteet was, was at Toledo. This is Hank's second year on the Wisconsin staff. So even though the faces are, are newer here, there's a lot of experience. And I think, long, long story, a little bit shorter here, Toby, as many new starters as they're going to have, they've got a nose tackle by the name of Keanu Benton, it was among the better, uh, I think, nose tackles, at least in the Big Ten Conference, if not beyond, and an outside linebacker who causes a lot of trouble for, for quarterbacks and offenses in general, and Nick Herbig, who's going into his junior season. So that's a pretty good place to start, but it is. Uh, I have to think that this is a unit that's going to need a little bit of time, but I'll go back to my initial thought. Jim Leonard's a really smart dude. He's got really good coaches on his staff. And I'll stick with my uh, with my story is they'll find a way to figure it out and be really good again this year. Hey, I mean, he's going to be a head coach soon, isn't he? Somewhere he's too good. He's Well, yeah, it, it's interesting because he certainly he's had opportunities. I think uh, he's had multiple, actually, to either – uh, you know, be a coordinator at a, at a you know, so-called blue blood program at the Green Bay Packers came after him pretty, pretty hard Had an opportunity to be their defensive coordinator. But as he tells people, um, you know, his words, I have chosen Wisconsin or we have chosen Wisconsin. Jim is, is his wife and their three children. Um, but yeah, at some point you would think, and, and he, you know, he, he doesn't say that you know, I'll, I'll be a defensive coordinator at Wisconsin forever. He, he doesn't, he's not really a believer in false promises. Uh, but, you know, the longer they can keep him here, the better in whatever capacity, because he really is, uh, he was a great story here, Toby. He was a walk-on, became a three-time All-American. He was a multi-time academic All-American, played a decade in the NFL. 
and really earned a lot of respect in his time in the NFL. Uh, he still looks like he's about 25 years mm-hmm. old, but he is wicked smart, and players rave about how, how good of a teacher he is. He doesn't yell and scream, but the defense can look complicated, but the players say that he does a great job of simplifying it and, and you know, just telling these guys on each play, this is what I have to do. If the old line goes, you can be absolutely a genius, but if you can't teach it to someone, it doesn't matter. Jim's really smart, and he's really good at coaching what he wants to coach. I, if this is coming down to Wisconsin or Iowa to be in the uh, Big Ten championship game, right? I mean, is that is there anybody else on that side of the bracket you think could get out? Uh, you know, I'm curious with Minnesota. Uh, I mean, Minnesota's given Wisconsin trouble here these last few years, including last year when when the Gophers beat Wisconsin and knocked it out of the chance to to play in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, it's an interesting program. Is PJ Fleck has never met a microphone he didn't like. That's right. uh, he's he's very he's, he's really good at all of that. Yeah, row the boat and all that stuff. But the players love him, and or well, they seem to up there, and they're and they're. They become a, a solid program, or maybe better than solid. So it's always in, in the Big Ten. It's interesting. Uh, it is looked at. I guess it, it depends on your point of view. Where people say, "Well, it's the weaker division. It hasn't won a Big Ten championship game since they have gone into East West here in the Big Ten conference." Although the overall matchup is pretty close when they have these crossover games. The problem in this league is an Ohio State problem far more than it is East versus West. Even though Michigan won the league last year, uh, Ohio State has dominated the league over the last decade. But um, yeah, Iowa will be very good again. Wisconsin, you would hope, would be in contention, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily rule out Minnesota. And the other wild card in this league, and it's based on nothing other than numbers. Northwestern is like the ultimate roller coaster program, but even years have been really good for the Wildcats. So mm-hmm. that's, that's 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 a deep dive into metrics right there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, people are like they're they're a little bit leery. Wisconsin goes down to Evanston this year, and Wisconsin's history in that stadium over the last twenty plus years isn't very pretty. So it, it'll be interesting how this all unfolds. I do a lot of uh, serious XM listening when I'm traveling around, and Matt LaPay and Mike Lucas, uh, the Wisconsin broadcast team, one of my absolute favorites. They do a great job up there. Matt, thanks so much for your time today. I hope you have a wonderful year. I appreciate the kind work. Same to you and everybody down there. I enjoy listening to you when I can, and, uh, and, and good luck. And maybe one of these days we get that crossover Big Ten SEC game between Wisconsin and Oklahoma. We'll look yeah, forward to that. I want to come to Camp Randall, man. I want to I want a home and home. I want to experience the jump around and everything. I we got to get that on the schedule sometime. I'm in. I'd like to go down to Norman as well. So maybe one day. Maybe the way if they just listen to us, Toby, the yep. world would be a lot better. We got it all figured out. That's right. Thanks, Matt. All right, take care. Would that be fun, Teach? Like that uh, of the places uh, Joe's done a great job of scheduling. You know, Knoxville and Ohio State and Florida State was fun, but uh, the two places that we haven't been that I think would be really cool to go are Wisconsin and Penn State. I, I want to experience a down. whiteout. Yeah, and uh, Camp Randall. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would be in on that one. Yeah, of the pl- like, like the big house is on the docket. Yeah, right. right uh, uh, that we're going there. Uh, I mean, all the places in the SEC are on the docket now, but uh, I think it would be fun to experience those two. Uh, trying to think if there's, there's really not. 
I mean, there's a lot of places that would be cool to go. Like, I'd love to. I didn't get to go to Autzen Stadium. I'd love to go back to Oregon someday. But, um, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the Thursday show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Kind of buried the lead today, TJ. We got all caught up in the hibachi talk and everything. The most exciting thing that happened to me yesterday I have not told you about yet. As we welcome in Chris Plank now. The crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. But I got a uh, new box of pens yesterday, TJ. Kind of oh, the first oh, wave of office. Oh, I know supplies. how that is for you. Yeah, that's a for big a new day season for you. Yeah. Yesterday, so very, very exciting. Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. Were they er- are they erasable? These are not the erasables. These are. I will be purchasing some new erasables, but these are not the erasables. Just the. Um, let me see here. They're the Sharpie S gels. So they oh, don't smear. Those, they don't smear. Nice. Solid pin, nice. no smear. Yeah, no, I like them yeah. a lot. You know, the, the you, uh, would you guys like to spend this one. segment talking about pins? I, well, I, can totally I can't because you're in a different pin bracket than I am. I can't even touch <laughs> those things. <laughs> I will say, um, TJ, about once a month, if you don't, because, you know, I mean, just to be clear, Toby and I could talk pins, highlighters. Construction paper, cutting boards, lamination. We could talk that all day long. But about once a month when I have to call in, Toby, TJ will do a voice and it throws me off. Instead of saying, hey, thanks for calling the ref. Who is this? What do you want to talk about? He'll go, hello. And this morning was one of those first few times. <laughs> the first time he got me back. I was like, oh, we got to go. And I hung up real quick and, and like, <laughs> gone. Um, but this time... I had just got off the phone making an appointment with a place that I've spent, you know, lots and lots of money getting things fixed, and they didn't have any of my information in the system, which is enraging. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. I just spent thousands of dollars fixing this piece of whatever. I don't want to call anyone out. And you don't have my information, and I was afraid that I'd call them back. Whatever I dialed the number, and TJ goes, hello? And I'm like, oh. And it took me like a TJ, second. TJ, you'd be playing games. Just uh, I, I realize like, when he's going to call in for the crossover, and every, just every right. now and then I just throw it at him. Sometimes I answer with a uh, business name, yeah. He got me. He got me good. Like, he'll, he'll drop a business name on me, and that's whenever I know. It's like, okay, I've never called that place before. But he gets me. He gets me about uh, once every other month. Because, you know, the major construction in, in our studios is on going every yeah. week. So. Sounds like you had a hand in the design of it as well. Uh, there. It sounds like yeah, we got we got lots of advice. We got lots of advice from Chris. where the television yeah. should go. Yeah, just none none from you. We didn't need any advice from you. Well, I, I asked. I told him I thought the TVs needed to go above the where you you know you're not looking over in the corner. Um, that was my only piece of advice, and I think then Greg just went off and did his own thing. So, <laughs> are, are, <laughs> not going, are we putting them above? No, what no they are. Recommended? I think, yeah. I think, okay. Are they TJ? I think they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed oh, to be. That's pretty cool. What a studio, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be state-of-the-art studio being assembled at the ref. This that is, is going to be fantastic. very true. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for it. Um, but, yeah, so, Drake, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, TJ. So, TJ got me this morning. I'm envious of your new pins, and I just heard Wisconsin football talk. I am all kinds of fired up right now. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's go. 
Hey, he's kind of considered to be one of the, the, the ghosts of college football play-by-play, right? He's very good. He is, uh, I, I would say, he broadcasts a game much like Wisconsin plays football. Like, <laughs> steady, doesn't get overexcited. He's, you know, he's definitely, like, they score a, a game-winning touchdown. Matt LePay's blood pressure does not go up on y'all. There's a game-winning gotcha. touchdown for the Badgers, and we'll be right back. You know, he's one of those, but he's just as solid as they come. So, uh, yeah, he's really, really good. He's been doing it for a long time, too. So. That's awesome. Hey, I haven't had a chance to ask you uh, because I'm probably going to try to bug you for a podcast tonight. Well, ask me now. Let's do it right now. What is it? What do you want to ask me? What's Anything really kind of catch your ear over the last few days of recapping media day or anything that's ramped those juices up? Or are you still in denial that football is coming? No, no, it's August. I'm ready to roll now. I just, I, okay. I told sure. everyone, let me get to August and I'll be ready. And it's here. <laughs> I'm ready now. No, I don't think anybody said anything, uh, certainly inflammatory or they right. got the juices flowing or anything like that. Above and beyond, like I like hearing from Miguel Chavis and DeMarco Murray and Jay Valai and the guys we don't get to hear from very often. And um, it sounds like uh, everybody's, well, you know, optimistic and enthusiastic and ready to go, and that's what you'd expect them to be. So it was different because media day was different than this year. No meet the Sooners, you know, none of the uh, stuff. But I thought everything was fine. I thought... Brent was interesting just in his tone. Right. Nothing wrong there. Just he was subdued, and subdued Brent is not normal. So uh, that was of note noteworthy. But other than that, um, no, I didn't think there was any sound bites that were like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. Exactly. <laughs> they were. I, I thought it was interesting to see. You didn't get a ton on individuals, right? See about your boy DU2 being down 30 pounds and, Different things to that, or 20 pounds, excuse me. But, yeah, I kind of felt the same way. It's almost as if, all right, it's not that we don't want to be here, but we're ready for practice. Let's go. I do like how at the beginning of every year everybody's, uh, oh, my, you got to see this guy. He is so much bigger yeah. and stronger than he was before, which is absolutely true, but it's been true for the last many years. That's what summer's right. about. So, yeah. All right, Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a great day, buddy. Talk to you later. Uh, thanks to Matt LePay for joining us today. You find folks for listening as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.